What's up, Jabroniacs? Before we start the episode today, I wanted to let you know about this Patreon push that we are doing. Um, we are looking to get 20 more patrons to support this show. You know, we do the show on our own. So we're independent of networks. We uh, produce everything ourselves. So the best way to support us, if you listen every single week, is on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. But like I always say, we're never looking for handouts. Um, we, uh, we're going to offer you a ton of stuff. We already offer right now over there uh, access to our private Discord service where you can talk to us, talk all things wrestling 24 hours a day, talk to me about pro wrestling all the time. Uh, you get a Friday morning episode, me and Nick Tulo, uh, AEW NXT bonus episode. It comes out every single week. And you get access to our monthly pay-per-view watch-alongs uh, in the Cow Zoom Thunderdome, which has all been an awesome time. Uh, our next one is this uh, Sunday at the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's going to be a great time. In addition to all that, when we get 15 more patrons, because we're looking to get 20, we already got five. We only need 15 more. Uh, we get access to new Cow Art. Uh, and a corresponding sticker that's going to send out to all patrons at all levels uh, immediately when we hit that goal. And also, I mean, there's more, baby. Uh, the return of the Cow Movie Club. Uh, people have asked me when's that going to happen. Season three of that. We have ten movies that we're looking to watch with pro wrestlers in it. Some are terrible. Some are good. Uh, and we're going to recommend tons of movies and TV shows that you can watch during your choir. In those episodes, people love those episodes, you know, folks. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you've been debating supporting it, I know all the time people are like, uh, you know, it's been delayed. I've been thinking about doing it. Uh, if you're one of those people, go to patreon.com slash means wrestling and commit a couple bucks to this pod because we really do it our own uh, our, ourselves. And it's a great way to show your appreciation for the pod. And uh, if you do it already, I really, really appreciate it. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, enjoy this episode because it's Royal Rumble season, baby. Enjoy the pod and everybody. Goldberg 2024. Lime, duh. What is up? Welcome to the comedians of Wrestling Cow Movie Club Movie Dissection episode where they got a really Really exciting episode. We are dissecting a movie with uh, not not just a pro wrestler in it. Maybe, you know, one of the most, if not the most iconic slash shamed pro wrestler of all time, Hulk Hogan in the 1989 classic Ghostbusters. No, just kidding. Uh, no holds barred. Uh, also, a 1989 movie. And by the way, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't seen the movie yet, um, you can listen. It'll be a good listen without it. But if you want to stop and watch it, this movie is available on Hulu right now and also for free, uh, according to Newman. And it is actually – I was having internet issues, and I went over to this issue, this site, and it worked. Tubi. T-U-B-I. Tubi. It is available for free on there. So uh, go head over to Tubi.com. Coming at you, Tubi. Gabba wee. Um Gabba gabba wee gabba gabba gay gabba 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 wee gabba gabba yeah so before we talk about this movie and get into it which by the way was chosen by Petroniac Andrew Brewster thank you uh cow uh mug world order uh uh listener 
And uh, he had upgraded his Patreon. Appreciate that. Appreciate the support as we transition to this era of <laughs> homelessness of this podcast, or who knows. Uh, but yeah, he chose uh, 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 No Holds Barred. We'll hear from Andrew and why he chose this movie and how many movies out of five he gives it. But before we get into that, as always, Aaron, do we know what we're doing next week? We, we did decide, right? Yeah, we're doing um, a what movie. What movie are we dissecting next Monday? The people next, have a week to watch it. Next Monday, you have a week to watch it. We are watching a movie that is now available for streaming on Netflix. It's a 1988 action martial arts classic, Bloodsport, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not a wrestler in it, but... yeah. We determined so, that this was agreeable, and Blockers isn't on any streaming site right now, so we had to push it back. Yeah, we were maybe we were thinking about doing a surprise Blockers next week, but it's not available on any streamers. So right now, Blockers probably I would say we're about four months out from doing Blockers. Um, Three and a half to yeah, five yeah. and a half, yeah. Right, which you know, and uh, a lot of you complaining saying that maybe you think Blockers two might be filmed even post-coronavirus, uh, before we get to it. I just want to say that that's – I won't let that happen, okay? No. So, no. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, we chose Blood Sports, our first movie without a pro wrestler in it. We're going for the vibes of these movies, and also we're choosing movies that are streaming uh, and that are really fun to watch, ones you guys would be excited about. So during this time, we don't want you to have to buy a, uh, <laughs> some kind of crap Randy Orton movie. Right. Uh, although the one Randy Orton movie I watched, I really enjoyed, I remember. What was I it, 13 he, rounds? Yeah, he did like 13 rounds, uh, 14 uh-huh. uh, <laughs> or whatever. But anyway, before – okay, so before we get into discussing – the movie No Holds Bar, which I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. Uh, uh, let me introduce my our guest for this episode. I forgot to say because you can watch this on video. I put out the video uh, for the patrons. I'll put out a secret YouTube link for you guys that you can listen to. You can watch our Zoom video. Uh, and also you can listen to this the way you've been listening on Patreon.com, obviously. But we have Nasty Newman joining us in the house, uh, even though he hasn't said much. Uh, probably because he's so scared because he's actually being flanked by Zeus. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's wrapping you up in a hug. It looks like he's about to wrap you up in a hug. Uh, but yeah, so before... We, <laughs> uh, beautiful tiny Lister. Uh, before we get into it, let's discuss, guys, anything you've been uh, watching or... Anything you want to recommend to the people that you've been watching, reading, and uh, 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 I don't know, uh, maybe psychedelically ingesting, uh, like your <laughs> disinfectant? What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys doing? Just like mainlining Lysol, yeah, uh, snorting it. Um, I also am Mike and I are into the sixth season of Bosch on Amazon, a show that we love. Oh, it's Bosch. Yeah, Jane I love and I are Bosch. The zone. We finished Ozark, which I recommend. It's a great mm-hmm. Ozark's a great watch, a great quarantine watch. Um, I think that'll be our quarantine show when this is all said and done. Uh, I was bummed when it was over. This the season three of the show is particularly great. I thought. Is it the last season, or is there more coming one day? Uh, I'm sure there's definitely more. There's coming. definitely more okay. coming. There's definitely more coming. Um. 
and uh, yeah, check out Ozark. Highly recommend Ozark. Uh, it's you know we talked about it last week. Me and yeah. my wife argue about how she she thinks it's better than Breaking Bad. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, I think they're both good. There's no reason to compare except for the reasons that they're the same show. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what do you got? Anything else you guys uh, recommend to the, the folks? Bosch. So Bosch, Bosch is on Amazon. Is yeah, good? Bosch is on Amazon. Yeah, I like it's that good. lead actor guy. He's pretty Titus good. Welliver. I love him. He's it's a great show. It takes place. It's a detective show that takes place in L.A. And um, it's based on a series of books by Tom Connolly. And uh, it's just great. It's an easy watch. It's fun. It's good. And Titus rocks. All right. I'm a ch- yeah. Check that uh, out. Newman, anything you got? Anything you've been reading, or you just been thinking? You've been been thinking, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV show. Yeah, that's I'm gonna like, start that. That's what the funniest. Was just saying, it's so good. You recommended it, and I wanted to say it's on Hulu because FX is on yeah. Hulu now. So I'm gonna start watching it because you recommended it. It keeps yeah. getting like, from episode one. It just keeps getting funnier, and fu- each episode is just funnier than the last one. I mean, That's the awesome. movie is hilarious. The, movies, the movie rocks. Mm-hmm. Did is you see Jim- the movie? Yeah, long time ago, though. Do you, but is, is it- um, Jermaine in it also, the show, or he's a producer no. or something? No, just like a producer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's not on he, the television He makes show? an appearance. No, him and Tego Watiti make an appearance in an episode. But Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Taika Waititi is an example. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sure I botched that. I did not see Jojo Rabbit, though. That's going to be the next thing I watch, actually. Oh, yeah. I have that uh, in my queue. Because I'm so curious how I feel about that movie. Because it has to be the movie that I've heard the most uh, split, extreme opinions on. I've heard people be like, it's amazing, best picture of the year. And then I've heard people be like, it's terrible. And then I've heard people be like, it's half good. I've never heard more. It was kind of exciting. Like, I feel like sometimes there's a a sameness uh, to uh, these people's opinions across every show that I kind of like when people are split on something, you know? Uh-huh. Um. That guy also falls into a camp of a guy who I really like his work, right? Like what we do in the shadows is great. He made something else I love, but I can't think what it is. What else has he made? I don't know. He made something else. I can't remember what it is, but it's like when you – he has like two things where you're like, whoa, whoa, oh, this guy's awesome. Right. That guy's awesome. He made Thor Ragnarok. Yes, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, right? yeah. That's the one you're like, that was really funny. That was really cool. good. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, then when I see him in interviews, I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> you know, that category somebody makes something great and they're incredibly hilarious. But then in an interview, he's unfunny. I'm like, right. wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's cause he's from New Zealand. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Um, but I love flight of the concords. Oh, I love flight of the concords too. Barely a television show. Uh, I but saw them. The songs Have you ever seen them live? No, that's cool. No, but that's what I, I saw love. Them, them, once. them live is yeah. so much. The live, them being live is so much better than the show. I yeah. was always like, I wish they, because they clearly like took songs they already had and then fit them into the show, which was fun, but you kind of like knew it. They had like a random David Bowie episode that's really fun. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. But you're kind of, for me, I'm kind of like, oh, you're pretending there's a like continuity here, you know? Yeah. But um, uh, what happened? Do you guys, do you remember that comedian, Arge Barker? who's on yeah. the show. What happened to that guy? I think I asked this to Jamie at one point. She said he lives in Australia now. Yeah. 
he seems like he would be funny in Australia. <laughs> uh, oh, did you not think he was funny? No, nah, he was whatever. He was like, there was like that big stand-up boom in like the early 2000s. when like, like the Rafiki comedy guys. S- yeah. 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 And so like uh, he was part of that and I just never thought he was funny, but. Right, right, right. I can see that. I I, remember I I saw him at UCB like very, very early on, and he was selling yeah. a CD, and I was walking out, and I, I bought it from him, and he was shocked. I bought his CD from him. <laughs> his CD was titled, Ish, You Were Here, which I thought was a very funny. <laughs> <laughs> this was before people were saying any ish. But, right. Um, I thought that was funny. But anyway, I, 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 don't know. I always thought he was kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but okay. So, yeah, well, I, I am still reading The Stand. I've done almost no work on it since the last movie dissection episode. Last I've, week, okay. <laughs> yeah, I keep putting it on to fall asleep, but the problem is I keep getting to this. I know, I need to find a – I haven't had a good zone of fitting it into my day, my day like routine. Like walking the dog or – I know, I was trying to do that, and then I – Oh, oh new men. Wow, what wow. flavor. Lemon, duh. <laughs> wow. I mean, can you throw a duh on the end of lemon? That's a curveball flavor. Oh, that's fine. Um, this guy was walking by my house, and I was outside with my dogs on the lawn. And we have a lemon tree close to the front because we're very wealthy. And um, <laughs> there's a tree outside. It's a lemon tree. And so, you know, when a, you, I don't know if you guys know this, but when a lime, when a lemon comes in, it's green. It's not ripe yet. It has to turn from green to yellow. This guy was outside, and Jamie, Jamie, this guy was out there, and he was like, "Look, he's telling his girlfriend, he's like, look, it's a, it's a lemon lime tree," and he like kept saying it over and over, like it was funny, oh. and she was just like, "Yeah, yeah I get it, like, I get like it. lemon oh. lime, like Sprite, right? Oh wow, like this is what they make Sprite <laughs> with." Yeah, that girlfriend. It's like, oh my god, this this girl has to quarantine with this guy. Like it's not he quarantine with with it's like yeah like he has a lot of good qualities outside of the outside of the house you know right now right, right. all I'm getting is this anyway so I'm tripping away at the stand uh and I'm okay. making no progress but I'm good, I'm gonna good. next week by this time I want to make more progress on the stand I did buy another book even though I didn't you bought Ready any- Player One. I bought Ready Player One and then I bought another book because I have oh. Audible credits backed up yeah same what'd you get I bought this book. This guy I saw him on Bill Maher, um, a doctor. His name was Dr. Katz, and he was Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz. Dr. Katz. MD. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was he was talking about the, the book was called What to Eat. Have you heard Ooh. of this book? You'll probably get through that before you get through either. Uh, yeah. the stand or <laughs> I just was kind of like a, a book I, I kind of appreciated it. it was just like what to eat and then I want to hear what he'd say because he didn't seem like a guy who was like a, he wasn't like oh, I'm a militant vegan or anything it felt like he was a very cool calm and collected guy and he had a lot of worked. very what's up you're getting worked I got worked <laughs> yeah 100 but, well you okay. only spent an audible credit on it so Newman you're bringing up a great point getting worked right like at some point you have to get worked or you just learn nothing, right? Like I have to just com- – I just got to commit to like – you know, like – all right, so that guy I saw him on Bill Maher, right? And you could easily just go, Bill Maher, fucking bullshit. Everyone on his show is bullshit, whatever. Like you could easily say that and I'm not, I wouldn't even dispute that. I, I wouldn't even get – but I'm, I'm like – You'd have to – I mean – Shock the system. 
Uh, but I would say that, you, you know, at some point you got to just be like, all right, like this is, uh, I'm going to trust this guy, right? Or else you'll read nothing. Right. <laughs> That's where Speaking I live. gamble. Right? I, get to the, yeah. I get cynical of everything and then I just don't do anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, the whole idea of like you're always getting worked is cynical, right? Because right. it assumes that nobody's being genuine and that nobody is who they say they are or can offer what they say they offer. Well, it's at odds with capitalism, right? Because like, because somebody is going for profit, they have a lot of incentive to dupe you, right? So then you're always so, so that like that's why you know we don't believe anybody, <laughs> especially if you grew up if you grew up northeast person. You're you're like out here. I mean, these people are just susceptible to scams. I mean, I get it. Yeah, Scientology <laughs> is. You know, based in Florida and California for a reason, I think. Well, that's why you said, speaking of Scientology, I keep going to put on the stand, but this, I, I'm, I'm getting this comfort out of falling asleep to William Remini's Scientology in the Aftermath. Oh, I love that show. I've seen every episode. So good. I'm getting, I don't know why, I don't know what kind of sick pervert, like perverse, like pervert, uh, pervert. pervert. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, and also I'm, not a pervert. I'm, I'm masturbating. Is that weird? Is that weird? No. Uh, especially when Miss Kimberly well, is up there. I'm like, wow. Where's uh, Shelly? <laughs> I like to be dominated by David Miscavige. Um, uh, you and Tom Cruise both. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I, 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 what is it? Why do you think if we had to think about it and then we'll get into no holds bar. Why do you think I'm going to sleep? Why do you think during this weird time I get comforted to going to sleep to a Scientology show? It's cause it's, you think it's like, cause I'm like, it could always be worse. Yeah. I was going to say, cause you're not in it and it makes you feel good that you're not, not quite there and your life hasn't been ruined by a fake religion. Right. I think and maybe also, you just like. Leo I think Rems. maybe you just like the show. It's also shot in like yeah, a very like soft is. focus. Like it is kind of relaxing because Leah Remini, I heard, is like very specific about um, the way she's shot, and she has that like Oprah kind of like soft focus light on her in the show. So it's kind of relaxing. Yeah, she definitely. Uh, to be honest, I actually think that it's it's a little. It's, it takes away from her message a little bit because it's a little too glam on her side, you know? Yeah. I, well, I think that very, might be her show. So it's like, right. She doesn't, she's never shot like in profile. Um, she's very specific about that stuff. I think. Yeah. I think it's kind of a shitty opinion by me, but I do think, and I'm sure it's some kind of misogynistic view that like, I'm like, Hey, if you're doing a show, that's not like about being, you're just like you're trying to be real but then you're also like dolled up for cam there's like a, what do you do look like a fucking slob like know, it's, it makes no it's sense saving, right? it's a bad opinion it's a bad opinion yeah <laughs> skip 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 it's skip. a bad opinion it's a bad opinion and it's uh, tv like what do you want you know yeah yeah if we're on vice or something maybe she would look like ellen page but yeah <laughs> yeah is ellen page on vice Still. a lot yeah the only Vice thing I ever watch is uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like anything you... with Action Bronson in it. Their yeah. Action Bronson content. Did you see the um, uh, fucking what's it called? The uh, Dark Side of the Ring on New Jack. No, oh, that guy. But we did do Beyond the Mat. Yeah, he's and in so Beyond I, the Mat. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. check that out. It's what, nuts. What does he talk about? Because for Matt, he's justified about to, murders. 
Well, yeah, yeah, he like he basically yeah, he stabbed this guy in the ring for real on purpose <laughs> because the guy was uh holy shit. I think he was like he lied to the promoter and said he was like over 18, he was actually 17 and like was I guess just sandbagging him. So he stabbed him. Wow, you it's know nuts. what? Fun fact. Do you think that that would have stopped a uh, got a stoppage to a Hell in a Cell match, or only if you hit a uh, tool <laughs> if you hit a tool <laughs> case with a sledgehammer? Is that the only way you could stop a Hell in a Cell match? That's, yeah, you have to hit the craftsman with the with the sledge. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all right. Anyway. Let's get into no whole. Let's get into our feature. Okay. Yeah. Our feature film here. No Holds Barred, 1989, uh, starring none other than Mr. Hulk Hogan, uh, wrestling a man. Not re- Well, we'll get into if it's wrestling or not. I think that should be maybe one of the first things we discuss. But this movie, Aaron, we'll go to you on how many moves you would give this movie out of five. For the new listeners of these episodes, uh, five moves is a perfect mo- movie with a professional wrestler in it, okay? Not like, you know, The English Patient, all the great hits of the day. Uh, no, this is graded on a scale of it has a wrestler in it. Uh, meaning, you know, past five movies have been Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Fighting with My Family, Magic Mike, XXL, and anything else? Maybe Stuber. Jury's still out. Stuber. I haven't listened back. I watched it today, though. Uh, did it hold up? Yeah, I laughed at some parts I remember not finding as funny in the theater, so I, I, it was great. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're laughing at new parts, that's a very yeah. good sign. Okay. Margie's like that many- for me. Like, yeah. I'll go back and watch it. I own it, so I wa- I've watched it like eight times, and yeah. every time I watch it, I'll focus on like a different – like I'll focus on Jack Black or I'll focus on Kevin Hart. And I just laugh at different shit every time. Right, that's awesome. Oh God, yeah. What so is, funny. Is, uh, one of his uh, one of his weaknesses is strength. <laughs> 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 his weakness is strength and cake. Cake. <laughs> and then that boy has that great line where he eats a piece of cake by accident, and then he's like, "See, no, my weakness is that I can't resist cake." <laughs> I'm oh, fine. Good. It's all good. <laughs> Just explodes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart uh, is so good. He's so funny. In yeah, that movie. He's, he's a great actor. He's so great. Yeah. He's such a funny comedic actor. Uh, good for him. And then Jack Black, the ca- and then uh, what's her name? Yeah. Karen Gillum. Gillum. Yeah. She's. It's hala- simply a great film. Hilarious in that movie. Also, they kind of jabron her in that second movie. Yeah. Mm. Aaron. Out of five moves, how many moves do you give the movie No Holds Barred? Now, remember, you can change at the end after this discussion. Okay. Noted. Um, I'm going to go with a firm three moves. Three moves. Wow. So you, uh, all right. So you're kind of, you enjoyed it. That's more than 50%. Mm -hmm. Um, it's close to a seventy percent, but I'm not slightly, do that math. slightly to the to the right of down the middle. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Newman, how many moves mm-hmm. out of five do you give? No holds barred. I want to give this five. I want to give it five moves. I do 
want to give it five moves. Wow. But that would get five moves followed by a shock to the system. Sound effect. Right. So that's but, huge. But Hulk Hogan is in it. Yes. And he is an unrepentant racist. This is before he was racist. He was, he became racist in 2008. Everyone knows I that. Don't think that's true. Born, so, born racist. So I don't Hulk know who's born racist. Beating up a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> I give it four moves. I tell you, I dock a move for Hogan's unrepentant racism. Okay. Uh, so four moves. <laughs> Four moves. You know what, guys? I really, Newman. I really, when I was thinking about how many moves I will give this movie, I really am at a crossroads. So don't be lonely. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I really was like, when I was watching this movie, I was like, I was like, all right, this movie. I think this is a five move movie for what we do. I was exactly. Like, I was like, I think this by is- the scale of we're rating it as the be- uh, you know it has a wrestler in it. Yeah, this is a this is in the category of five stars. I feel like I wanted to give it five moves because I was like, not only that, this movie has it leads to an actual kayfabe feud in WWE. So I'm like, wow, it's kind of. The feud, it's kind of like the shit I love where I imagine you had a movie that set up a feud and then it went into wrestling. Has that ever happened in another case? No. I don't think I so. No. no. And you're talking about characters, you know? Right. Um, uh, uh, do I, I, I'm not really sure why Hulk Hogan isn't just called Hulk Hogan in this movie. Yeah, I found that confusing too. Yeah, yeah. That was also a weird thing because you're like, especially if you're going to go into some matches, which we'll get into that. And I do think like it's definitely filled with some of that like shitty McMahon humor, like, right. like, right, which we'll get, which we'll get into. Like, it's not a perfect movie by any chance. So it doesn't really deserve a perfect score. You know what I mean? But when I watch this, I'm just so glad it exists. You know what I mean? Right. And it is like a, just a good time. It's a nice, simple movie. Uh, I could write this movie in less half a day. I could write this movie. I could I could <laughs> sit down on Final right. Draft with a blank page and have this movie done by the end of the day, no question. It's not even. You should write a. You should write a sequel. Yeah. Oh, I could do it right now. <laughs> I yeah. could do it right now. Be done before we're done this episode. <laughs> uh, it's the, the movie has the, no substance to it at all, but at the same time, it doesn't pretend to, and it's very simple. And you got a nice showcase for Hulk Hogan. Um, it goes into. I'm here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to give this four point five moves, and then we're going to talk about it. And there's a good chance I go up to five moves. <laughs> I came into this recording being like, I think I owe this movie five moves, but I, the parts I don't like and the things I don't like about it, I'm curious to hear what you guys say because I respect your opinions. And so I want to hear where you guys are at. So I'm going to give this movie 4.5 moves. Oh, all right. Well, it looks like it went all the way to five, but uh, all right, maybe I'll have to detract a half at the end there. All right, okay. before we get into what, where we're at, let's listen to Andrew Brewster, who chose this movie, gave us a little message uh, 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 on, how, on how many moves he gives this movie. 
this is Andrew Brewster, Petroniac. Just wanted to give my explanation of why I chose No Holds Barred for my movie and give my review. Um, you know, from using Tiny Lister's Zeus, who's an untrained wrestler, as an actual wrestler at SummerSlam Survivor Series, just insane from the pure insanity of this movie, just seeming like a Vince Hulk Hogan steroid cocaine fever dream. Um, also, just the confounding your confounding decision for Hogan to go by Rip, even though he's basically playing Hulk Hogan with blue colors and wrestled Zeus as Hogan. It's very confusing to, you know, really just starting the entire WWE Films program would we even have a Marine 6 or a 12 Rounds 2, if not for this movie? I don't know. Um, I feel like I have to give this movie five moves. If this was The English Patient, uh, type film, would I give it five moves? No, it's probably a one move movie. It's terrible. In the context of starting WWE films, all the insanity, um, someone yelling dookie in this movie, I have to give it five moves. Thanks. Cheers up. Wow. Cheers up to Andrew. That's yeah, fair. makes sense. That's fair. Makes sense. That's fair. He already hit on some of the points we already uh, had said. Uh, but yeah, so, okay. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, uh, uh, where to even begin? Before yeah. we begin, I'm actually going to go one step further Yeah. and say, because I told, okay, so I have a theory about this movie. It's not really so much of a theory, but it's a way to, to view it, right? So this movie yes. is the first WWE picture. And I think it can be thought of as sort of WWE's like Prometheus in like the Alien franchise. Wow. The mission, like a mission statement? Yeah. Origin so, story. Oftentimes we've asked, what is WWE? Like what, in their own kayfabe, what is, what are they, right? So this movie reveals that to us. This sets up the context for WWE to exist in the real world. It is a world where networks are fighting uh, for uh, wrestling shows right. to get ratings on their networks, these shows are real fighting. These are real fighters of the UFC type of thing. Right. But this is the world in which WWE exists in their own kayfabe. And then we watch that on TV. I think that's 100% true. That's part of what I like about it is that, like, it's very clear. What, one thing I like about this movie is that, actually, it makes a ton of sense. Now, that sounds like a, like a low uh, – uh, it sounds like a low bar. But mo – like many many movies, even movies people love, make no sense. Um, and there's things about this movie that you can pick apart that are like stupid and a little like uh, one dimensional or whatever. Like Hogan's right, but character. even look at like look at yeah. like Jumanji. Even like yeah. oh, you can't get sucked into a video game that makes right. no sense. It's like yeah, of course, right? <laughs> Nothing makes sense. We'll buy that, right? It's have like, to. Yeah. Right, but but like at the same time, they do the work to ground it. Right. Or they just if right. you you make it work where it's like, yeah, this one thing exists and that's fun. And then everyone around it acts like normal people. So you're like, all right, I got it. It's like if this was true, how, what would actually happen? So it's like the right. one unusual thing. Right. So this right, movie, right. it's very clear. Right. Like v right away. It's like this Mr. Brill who's going to play it ridiculous. It's a ridiculous way to play the uh, the character or whatever. Uh, he's just like, yo, I want Hogan on my network. Hogan's a purist. He doesn't want to come on. He does everything he can to either get Hogan on or, fine, he can't have him, kill his image so he has someone beat him so his new image 
uh, this new guy steals his image with a guy who he can manipulate more, right? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And then it turns out he can't do it. Like, it's so simple in a way that I actually appreciate. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Because it doesn't pretend to be something bigger than it is. Right. Sometimes you see these movies that are trash, uh, and then they, like, don't act like uh, they don't they, – they just have, like – one character who's like weird and funny for no reason and this and that like this is just like straight up like it is what it is and and that's it yeah it has a couple weird moments there's a hot chick and uh hogan and the hot chick they like each other pretty fast you know yeah, you know, yeah like, <laughs> like within meeting each other she's like well, we're going to dinner baby right but yeah so i think that in that way yeah it's what it is is that like that's what vince is vince is trying to acquire talent and go for ratings at any cost it's exactly what he did and so that's what that's what the character is and he's like ego uh maniacal you know he's looking into his own statues and shit uh yeah i mean compare this to like a suburban commando or some of these other movies we watch at the time like they're just insane and they make no fucking sense. This one, I just was like, all right, I get what this is. It leads up to the big fight. You know where it's going. It's not, you know, and that's uh, right. that's fun. Plus, Zeus is cool. You know, like uh, like whatever. He's huge jack guy. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of, I'll say it in that way. I kind of, uh, uh, I, I'm saying I kind of dug how it was. It was like fun and simple in that way. Um, mm-hmm. The rumor, by the way, is that this movie was. So it's produ- it's pr- produced by uh, Hogan and put out as WWE's first WWF's first film, um, but uh, it was they didn't like their first draft of the script, so they say that they checked into a hotel in Redding Beach, Florida. Hogan and Vince stayed up for seventy two hours rewriting the script. Wow! The rumor I heard is that the two of them were like all yacked up. Uh, why else would they go to Florida yeah, in a hotel so room together? Like that's strictly cocaine. Yeah, business. 72 hours. But like honestly, I talk a lot of shit about these movies we watch, like why this and that. Nothing in this movie that happens is like is something where I'm like there's some there's some scenes, but like nothing in this movie struck me as like it was more like, oh, I could use more as opposed to like nothing was like so fucking outlandish right like so even if like uh, uh like no the movie's insane and bad i'm not i'm not saying it's like a good movie but i say it never goes off of uh 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 off the deep end for me does that make sense right yeah yeah yeah, yeah it does I think it does i also think like if you're someone who watches wrestling you're like already like primed to right. buy into this like you're you're lubed up. Like if you're someone who doesn't watch wrestling and you're going in dry, you're going to be like, I don't know what this is about. I don't get it at all. But I think, I think watching wrestling helps you buy into it a little more. That's why you would like anyone would like turn this movie off that I hundred percent understand right away. Like this is a movie people would just be like, all right, I'm not going to watch it. Why would you watch this? This movie only it's why we, point out that yeah like and why even andrew brewster did it where it's like we don't we don't say uh uh we, we talk about specifically this isn't the english patient ratings if we're talking about this in terms of film it's a piece of shit but it's it's way better than like ready to rumble i think right i don't know um you remember that like that movie had like all this shitty toilet humor in it yeah. uh i don't know this also has that Dookie. Yeah, you're right. This movie does. It literally has a toilet. It literally a has a toilet. Yeah, the guy I, I shits guess himself. I, 
wet yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, Wet, I know. shitty pants. It's so bad. It's so bad. You're you're right. You're right. It has it. It has it all. Some reason it didn't rub me as 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 much. Anyway, because it's old. It's like relative to ready to rumble. It seems like a lot older, maybe. So it's like the ready to rumble. It's like yuckier. Yeah. Um, okay. So the, let's just get into the kayfabe of this movie. So in this movie, Hogan, who's playing Rip, for no reason is not Hulk Hogan. They're in the WBF. He's the champion. I'm not really sure because Vince made it. So there's definitely no like legal reasons, right? Probably because he probably did it because if it was successful, Hogan would have had some sort of like, it would have benefited Hogan in some way for that to be his character in that movie. Right. That he was kind of yeah. like, all right. Yeah. yeah that, 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 oh, that's okay, true. Oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to start a Hogan film franchise. Cause that would have just po- uh, been more money in Hogan's pockets, I guess. And not right. in, yeah. directly into Vince's pockets. Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. But okay. So in the world of this movie, Hulk Hogan, uh, is rip and he's the best. So WWF is a fighting league. Right, right, and right. but is it a re- are they wrestling? Do they ever say they're wrestling? I think they only say they're fighting, right? Yeah, they don't really refer to it as wrestling or wrestlers in it. Right, so tough he's guys. the best fighter. Tough, it's a battle of tough guys. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so he fights on WWF, which is on another network than Mr. Brell's network, right? Uh, World Television Network, WTN. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. WTN, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on there, and so he's like, ah, I got to get this guy, the best guy. He's got to come on my network. But in this kayfabe, Hogan is very comfortable wrestling for W, fighting for WBF, right? Right. Okay, but so that he's the best fighter. He beats guys up, but they fight. In this, they fight in a wrestling style where, like, you throw guys over the top ropes. They literally wrestle. They fight in a wrestling ring. Cool. So he's the best rope fighter. It's it's a style of fighting that doesn't exist at all. Right. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean. It has to, though. That's yeah. how it establishes that it, it, it justifies WWE's existence right. to this day. Right, right, right. And also, when you're writing, you get you get through wrestling, like the concept of wrestling. If you're trying to make a movie like this, it ruins it to be like it's scripted. Like then, right, right, you know, uh, right, uh, uh, right, right. Though I would argue, you know, and that's why I've written things that I that I feel like I think it is possible. It just has to be done done a certain way. Um, right. uh, hopefully, I'll get to make one day. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So that's what it is, right? So he wants him on his network. Okay. So this is my question to you guys. Hogan won't go on his network because he is, he can't be bought because he's more into charitable pursuits, pursuits. He does say that like at one point he says, well, my main interest is my charity work. Like I'm such a good guy. All I care about is my charity work. And he also is like, you know, so honorable. He's a man of his words. He signs your contract. He's not going anywhere. Right. This is where the movie gets exposed as like the framework is good. Right. In that, in that it's, it's simple, right? Very simple what you then hang on this framework is what they've decided is just like the most basic, like, Oh, he's such a good guy. Right. He's so he, he, he helps no charities. amount of money. Yeah. 
that he could give to charity. Yeah, yeah. You know? the, first the thought, structure first of thought. the movie is fine. The characters right. are all like arguably one dimensional. They might right. not even be two dimensions. Half a dimension. They're yeah. ether. <laughs> because like Hogan's character, he's so all right, what happens is if you want chronologically, Hogan gets he goes in to take this meeting with Mr. Brell. Like you're like, why would you even go to the meeting just to say no? But he goes to the meeting, he gets there, he's like, Here's a blank check, write whatever you want. He takes it, shoves it down his mouth. Even though this guy's technically not really done anything wrong in the movie except for uh, be abusive to his employees, which Hogan's completely uh, technically oblivious to right right Right. so he doesn't want to work for this guy but he doesn't even drop a line like i've heard about you i've heard about the sweatshops you run like he doesn't like it's one line right what he does is he just goes like i I don't want to pay you there's no good reason why hogan's character would turn down a blank check at this point right Right, right. It's because. <laughs> but it's later because on, he mentions he that it. he's more into charity when he's meeting with his, his like franchise team. Mm-hmm. He's perfectly fine having a full corporate franchise team, an image team, right? Right. Well, I think what happened was we the yeah. ultimate movie that got made was whatever came out of that Coke frenzy. Yeah. Uh, between <laughs> between those two. Yeah. yeah. Was what we got was. A single draft from start to finish with no revisions made whatsoever. No, no, no. Like, that was just like, let's shoot a scene and then they missed a justification line. Because you, right. you, you need like a re- – I mean, honestly, you don't really need a rewrite because it's such an important – it's like a pivotal moment in the movie to understand, like, why does he say no to this guy's offer? It's the inciting incident. It's – right? Like, it's – right. <laughs> it's right. the moment that the guy has a vendetta against him. It, like, why – why not have one line that's like this guy has like child uh like that's all I gotta say is this he's got a child? bad reputation yeah or yeah or just have a scene where like Hogan doesn't like he like investigates the offer sees how things are run right. and then it's like this isn't for me right no couldn't have that can't have it yeah 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 so Too anyway much time. he says no to his offer really it really pisses him off by the way let's talk about Hogan's outfit for a second oh I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> he wears the same outfit the whole movie, just with he has two sets of colors, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, actually, at one well, he point, changes. Yeah, uh, he wears he wears Hogan Hogan nighties at one point. His well, small and clothes. Yeah. He wears like an all white suit out suit and shirt outfit on his dinner to the fancy restaurant with uh yeah the lady, where he just slays oh. some French. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's a hilarious scene. All right, we'll get to that. But let's talk about what he's wearing. He's kind of wearing like, almost like a Shinsuke samurai like cosplay. Almost. Mm-hmm. He looks like Shinsuke. Do you remember those toys where it was like karate guys that would get they would get put on the like yes, yes, things they and kick. they would like the ones with the kick, kick ones? Yeah, yeah. That's how he's dressed. <laughs> you press the gun and then they stick around. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cut, you, It's done. almost like a like a you know like a like a Sub Zero, which is the oh, red one? Oh yeah, Cyrax. Yeah, <laughs> the red Sub Zero, and yeah. then he or becomes. Cy- well, I mean, it depends on. So there's Rain, right? Yeah, right. Who's like a purplish? I think Ermac right. is the red one, and then Smoke. there's Sector, Cyrax, and Smoke, who are the robot ninjas. Uh, All right, 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 right. The robot ninjas I thought were cool, actually. I, yeah. I kind of dug Smoke. Smoke had one move, Fatality, where he just literally like drops a bomb and it blows up the earth. 
fatality. One of his fatalities is like he carries a bomb in his pocket that's the size of your palm that he just presses it and his fatality is blowing up the entire earth with one hand held <laughs> bomb. <laughs> Mortal Kombat's great. Mortal Kombat was so great. Fatality was just a, what a money idea. Yeah. Scorpio, uh, 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 Sub Zero would would uh, uh, just take you, take your head and freeze you, and then take your head just right out of Rip your body. Off, right? Dude, have you seen the fatalities recently? They got to be so insane. They are horrifying. Really? Yeah. 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 The one guy he like. I think I forget how he I forget how he gets your sinews out of your body. But once <laughs> oh, they're out, God. once they're out of your body, he uses them to like puppeteer you, oh, my and then rips God. your whole nervous system and skeleton out. It's horrible. Wow, it's amazing. Uh, I love uh, it. Rated M for mature. Speaking over of here. mortal, speaking of Mortal Kombat, yeah, the battle of the tough guys. The Battle of the Tough Battle Guys. Battle of the Tough Guys. Battle of the Tough Guys is the show that Mr. Brill. By the way, so uh, 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 okay, cool. So you know, we talked about how this all goes down. Mr. Brill's like, all right, he's got a vendetta against Hogan. He's looking to make money in fighting, like very much like Vince. He goes to kind of an underground fight club. That's a kind of I want to say it's like a honky tonk bar. Yeah, it's kind of like the Double Deuce and Roadhouse, but with a wrestling ring in the middle instead yeah, yeah. of a stage. Yeah. And it's an it's octagon, I think, right? There's, there's no Sam Elliott there. There's no. no one there to cool that shit down. There's no, no coolers. Yeah. And then there's the waitress with the allergies that I kind of have that problem sometimes. Um, the snorting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She yeah. did that. Oh, she has allergies. That was allergies what she had? I thought that was I kind thought, of like, I thought she so. took a couple bumps or whatever. Mm, mm, I thought maybe it was springtime and she was suffering. Um. Yes, yeah, she she was weird. Um. Uh, and then they go there, and it's kind. Of, it's literally like the, every time they go into like a fight club, there's always like those stairs. Like the, you know, they have those like fight oh, club yeah. stairs. You yeah. oh, it's always in a basement, even though the thing was a honky tonk bar. Anyway, point is, is they go in there, and then he's kind of recruiting fighters, and he's like, oh wow, like this is there's real money to be made here in this underground fighting. I guess his thought at that point is like. I need a competing fighting show because Hogan's getting all the ratings. There's money here, right? So he's like, how do I have my own spin on fight show? I think he's like, this is so like disgusting and like low level. Like people, it's like watching bum fights. Like people are going to love this. Like it's nasty. Um, By the way, I I don't want to, I want (laughs) to, I don't want to forget to bring up this moment. In the beginning when they're introducing Mr. Brell as like a bad character he literally is like he like fires everybody on a whim oh, and blah yeah. blah blah. And then there's like one woman who like survives the firings, and he's like, "I wrote oh, this st-. down." <laughs> yeah, he like he 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 says to her, she pitches an idea, and she literally just says like, "How about a sitcom?" And he's like, he's like, "Stop it, that idea is bad." <laughs> like just a, just right. saying sitcom. And then he says, "How about you go take a leak?" Right? I know. I wrote so, that down. I was like, "What is that?" When like, he said that. Yeah. I had this like flashback from being a child and seeing this movie. And really? I realized that my whole life I've been wondering what the fuck that means. Take yeah. a leak. Why would he tell her? It's like 
that's pee, to go pee, right? Like go. Is, is that what he means? Like go take a bathroom break. Go take like, a piss. Meant, like go take a piss is what I think he means. Yeah. Yeah. He's like. But I just don't know why. She, and then she cried, and I was like, "What?" The thing is, too, he calls people jock ass. I know. I wrote that. So down I think also. he I just makes that. up. He just makes up insults. Yeah. I, I was that, wondering about the jackass thing. I was. I had a, that question. Like, is that a read on that word, or is he saying jock ass? Like jackass, but a jock. Yeah. He's like I you jockass. I don't know. He says because I guess you're like I guess it's because he's a jockass. I don't know. It feels like something like a a flustered businessman would say like you, you jockass. Go like, take a leak. Jo- yeah, yeah. You go. But uh, uh, the guy is hurling uh, very interesting, weird insults. He's a weird guy. Uh, but yeah, so you are like, one weird dude. One weird <laughs> dude. Uh. So like he sets up. He's he's going there to that place and. Uh, then yeah, he's like, oh, he's gonna make this TV show called Battle of the Tough Guys, and then he sets up this show, Battle of the Tough Guys, and like during mid taping, Zeus kind of just blows out a fucking. He just kind of does he like blow out a a a whole wall or does he go through a door? So it's mega backlit. Have you ever heard the story of how uh, what's the name of the saxophone player from the E Street Band? The Bruce Springsteen oh, Clarence band. Clemens. Yeah. Yeah. You ever hear this, the story about how those two met each other? Uh, Bruce no. Springsteen was playing at some bar at Asbury Park, and it was like thunderstorming out. And uh, all of a sudden, the door like flew off the hinges, and Clarence Clemens like came walking through the door. This is what happened in this movie. It was yeah. The same kind of energy and entrance. Yeah, he comes out, and it's Zeus, which is. Uh... Uh, uh, Tiny Lister. Um, he's the guy from Friday, right? Big Worm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, 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 Tommy Tiny Lister. This. So anyway, this. I mean, let's just talk about his look for a second. Uh, I mean, first off, he's jacked up. He's perfect for the part. Uh, Debo. Huge. Sorry. Debo. Right. Yeah. 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 He's huge. Uh, and, and he must be like a bodybuilder at this point, right? Was he a football player? What's his know. background? I don't know. Let me see. But anyway, the point is they do a weird – so, like, he has – okay. Let's just talk about his look for a second. What do you think the logic was on – he's called Zeus, so he's like a god, right? He has a Z shaved into the side of his head, and that's the <laughs> only hair that he has. And then uh, the most notable thing is he has this weird-ass unibrow. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And in the kayfabe of this, is that supposed to be natural or is that how he styles it? Is it like because he has like one lazy eye, like it, like, like it was from an accident? What, what do you think? What do you I think the know. logic was there? I'm looking at uh, Zeus standing behind Newman right now, and I'm trying to determine if that unibrow is for real or not. And he doesn't seem to have one in real life, I don't think. No. So, no, he definitely does not. I think uh, it's just meant to make him look more scary. evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he's supposed to be more evil because, like, Hogan is not really set up as, like, that great of a guy in this movie. So this guy just right. has to be, like, as stupid looking as possible. So no yeah. one could possibly root for him. 
Um, but yeah, Zeus comes in. He just starts beating the shit out of all the hillbillies, and it's like he busts he busts into a TV taping, and they're like, "Let him fight," <laughs> which I love. Uh, <laughs> which I love that. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, Zeus is cool. You guys like Zeus? I like Zeus. I like Zeus. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, well, he's behind you, so you can't really. Well, you guys are friends, obviously. Yeah, You're sitting on his lap right now, so. Yeah. This is too yeah. scale. But Zeus is so <laughs> fucking. He's so jacked and big. It's like, yeah, all right, this guy is scary. He's so believably scary. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. has on better gear than most wrestlers. <laughs> He had really, yeah. he has exactly the Rollins Messiah gear now. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Those pants he has—they look like this, uh, like the writing down the side. The same with the black pants with the silver, uh, like outline of the right. uh, and the writing in the negative space, uh, just like uh, the Monday Night Messiah writing that Rollins is rocking right now, which I which I dig. Uh, I think it looks cool. So yeah, Zeus is cool. He comes in. So okay. So then. <laughs> He's challenging Rip to a fight. And then the rest of the movie is basically them. Uh, beat, by the way, Zeus beats up a guy named Brock Chisler. Brock uh, Chisler. Oh, that's a little close. Brock. Brock Chisler. Chisler. <laughs> it's the Heyman guy. Uh, but yeah, so like, so then, okay, so then Zeus shows up and then. Uh, 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 you know the uh, the uh, Mister Burrell has an idea. He's like, he has this big idea because one of his henchmen has a video cam, a camcorder, and he's like, oh yeah, that video is my life. He literally says the line, "Video is my life," and then he's like, oh, I know what my idea is. And then he has a video camera, and he was like, what? He's just gonna film? He's like, is that when he gets the idea to do the show, or that's after? No, this is after. I don't know. I don't even know. That's one thing yeah, I didn't knows. follow. I didn't Why did he have the idea that, yeah. of the... Ca- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even understand Video that. Video is his life. Yeah, I said, video is my life. I didn't even get that because it was like... It was so clear, like, you just want Rip to fight Hogan. Now you're going to try to do make some... You're going to try to make some story here. You're going to try to make some logic here. But so anyway, the, base, the rest of the movie, Rip is... They're trying to, like, antagonize Rip. And then... yeah. The last, he so they go after his girlfriend, and like I feel like that's the way the movie like loses points for me. It's like any scene involving like chasing the brother and the girl, like those are all like I don't care about. They don't care about like Hogan's brother in this movie. Uh, uh, right. What's his brother's name? Randy. You don't care about Randy? <laughs> no, I didn't care about. Randy. It's like some surfer kid. They like. Also, it looks like his son more than his brother. <laughs> I thought that. I wrote that down. I was like, oh, why is Rip Rip's son? Like at like in the ri- like outside the ring like not in the yeah. crowd and then it was his brother I was like okay well they didn't do like a best of the best thing where like in 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 the movie best of the best it's like he like the like the, the jack guy like kills one of their brothers like right but like during the tournament so it's kind of like legal pop it under- Tommy <laughs> right yeah pop it Tommy right pop it Tommy that's best of the best too uh which is the only best of the best movie I've seen I've only seen two. <laughs> Uh, and then like he, so then he's like he joins the tournament that's cool because right. it's like oh I gotta get revenge on that guy right. the only way I'm gonna get my hands on him is by winning going through up the ranks of this entire tournament structure this to is a little bit him. a little bit of a preview of the plot of Bloodsport which we'll be watching True. for next week <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, these movies all are very similar. They all lead to a fight. Mm-hmm. But uh, then, like, he goes, there's this scene where Rip goes to destroy the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, every scene in this movie is completely, this is, the, this is my beef with the movies. Like, there's, like, a bunch of scenes that are completely inconsequential, right? Right, right. Like, right. it's like, he goes to, like, he, like, he gets pissed off because he beats up his brother. He goes to this gym, and I'm like, where is this? Like, I don't know where. Right. I wasn't following any locations in this movie. I didn't know where anything I, was. I think it's, is it, like, Zeus's training gym? Which I think it was like the first time we oh, go yeah. to there because there's a there's a neon Z on the wall, right? Right, and, and, and he's also- watching videos of Braille like tell him that Hulk Hogan doesn't like him. Yeah, and like Braille's <laughs> like, like piping in, he's like piping in his voice. Right, so kind of do that yeah. thing when you're like in like a house of mirrors kind of a thing they were going for, but it doesn't read yeah. at all. And then like it's weird, Braille's watching on with his henchmen, and they're like, "This is brilliant," and you're like. Is this being broadcast? Right. Like, <laughs> they're watching like the CCTV footage yeah. to a random break in, yeah. but they're all like around watching. I don't know. Yeah. It was so weird. Then it's like, all right, like the whole movie, you're kind of like the whole middle, you kind of, they lose you. You're like, all right, let's just, let's just say like, get to the fight. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's get to the fight between these two guys, you know? Yeah. I could have done without the hotel room stay with Samantha. Like, so yeah, let's get into that. The- why? What is that scene just took me by surprise. I was like, why is this? Why are they sharing a room? Because, uh, well, actually, it's revealed that yeah, Brill yeah. fucked up the reservation um, purpose. on purpose because she was supposed to sit right. him. But um yeah they end up in the same room oh oh the reservation's fucked up so it's like yeah. got it got it got it got it so yeah because i was like I, I see that when and then she the, later on when she meets up with Brell, he's like yeah like you're supposed to seduce him she's like i can't do it he's a nice guy he's I just only like such a seduce. nice guy yeah i don't like to seduce pieces of shit only pieces of shit uh uh uh, uh. so like yeah but that scene is so strange I know, and the push where he's like the squeaking, and she's like, yeah. "What is that?" And it's like he's not gonna be like jerking off, like <laughs> yeah. he's doing something, like. Um, so yeah, like they like share a bed together in the in the thing, and like she like comes out in lingerie, which is like I if you're sharing a bed with this guy, you probably wouldn't need to like I gotta sleep in my bra tonight, <laughs> you know. I mean, also the move is like she can take the bed. I'll grab a blanket and sleep on the floor. Right. Not, they, not put they, up tape right, and hang a sheet on whole- tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How is a sheet ever going to be held up by tape? So it, much tape. Yeah. It's a, like, it, it, it's, yeah, create it's, a rope. Yeah, tell you about tape, and then literally, like, they're sleeping there. He's huge. She's on the side. And then, yeah, she wakes up in the middle of the night, and he sounds like he's cranking it. <laughs> But before you reveal that he's just really just doing uh, elevated push-ups in the middle of the night uh, with his, his – they do a lot of – they show you his butt cheeks like through, under the shorts. Uh, yeah. Buns. Buns were a real hot topic around yeah. this time. So they were probably trying to appeal to the moms taking yeah, buns their kids were to see this. This was a great – this was a great year for buns. Big bun year. Uh, like his feet are up. And she peeks around the side of the uh, sheet fort and sees like the arches of his feet. And like, yeah, I think for a second, you as the viewer are supposed to believe that she thinks that's a butt. 
Uh, yeah, I think so, or something. I'm right? like, looking sexual. down. Yeah. <laughs> like I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think, like because they they show a close up of his two heels, like a McDonald's arch, yeah. kind of being like, that's Vince. oh no, that's Vince. When we see his heels. And it looks like an ass. It looks yeah, like a, a tiny butt. <laughs> yeah, and then like, but then you were oh, he's just doing push-ups. And then, but it's like, it's not like he's just doing push-ups. And he he doesn't go. He doesn't say, "Oh, sorry, this is just my nightly training regimen." He goes right. like, "It's more where that came from," or something like that. He says something that's like the equivalent of he might as well be masturbating. Well, that's it's right. All- <laughs> about about this like whole dynamic is like he goes between. Uh, being sort of like, oh, I'm going to set up a barrier between us to like, she's right. like, oh, can you get the light? And he immediately turns into like a sleaze. He's like, sure, I'll get the light over here real slow. Like, it's like, right. it's gross. <laughs> and the, so like, gross. Like, yeah, so it's just like weird. Then like they do the classic and this is like, I almost give this a pass because this is like just a sign of like, th- at the, this was like a real popular trope at movies in the time, which is like two, a man and a woman who were like, there's some sexual tension, but they're not there yet. Accidentally fall on each other. You right. know what I mean? Like that was like, Ugh. that's like a huge, uh, that was a huge like, right. Uh, uh, 80s move. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah. I um yeah so let's move on let's talk about we we skipped over uh, a, a really important scene the limo chase scene uh, where oh, yeah uh, <laughs> oh my god that's Newman's so- favorite part of the, the movie yeah um, where uh, he, so this is after Hogan turns down Brell's offer he gets in the limo and then they decide to just I don't know kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when the order was handed yeah. down, but this ta- this limo driver is getting to his destination at all costs. There's yeah. accidents upon accidents. It's like, just go. And he's trying to get out of the limo, kick his way out. Um, yeah, like literally, you're like, he turns down the offer, gets in the limo, I guess, because it's like, hey, we got you a limo. Imagine if you turn down a business offer and then they, it's the most mob thing. But the guy's not that mob like related like he you know like he, he he has he gets like violent later because he has zeus and whatever but he's not like it's like weird that he it's like oh this guy you say no to him you get killed that's right. like he doesn't it's so reckless it's like there's right. no police officers in this movie right there's not a, right. there's not a cop anywhere no. <laughs> there's it's, no law it, yeah. enforcement in the world of this movie right that's how right. some movies are it's like you just have like cops don't exist and these yeah. days it's like cell phones don't exist like we're making this choice in this movie that there's no law enforcement uh yeah and then so the he beats up an entire brigade of when he the limo pulls over and it, all of a sudden all these guys mr Brell's henchmen or whatever come and are be, trying to beat the shit out of him hogan beats the shit out of all them and leaves the only guy and by the way he's in the limo he's, and they're all surrounding him in the limo what he does is he with one single jump is able to jump through the roof of the limo <laughs> exploding mm-hmm. the roof of the limo and a popping on top of the limo. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. The, Truly amazing. And then he starts beating up all the guys. And the last guy left is the limo driver who he pulls out of. He pulls the door off of the hinge <laughs> and pulls the guy out. And you just reveal that his ass is like his, he's wearing a suit. So his whole like lower back 
into like his uh, uh, the back of his legs. His hammy. He's been shitting himself for several seconds. It, it looks. I mean, super it was a wet. rough drive, so. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, it's covered in, I guess, shit, but it doesn't even look like shit, really. Like, yeah. and I don't know what wow. shit would go all the way through. It's, like it's greasy, so much shit. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to be, that's like, if you were shitting, it's, it's actually just impossible for shit to seep through your clothes like that. <laughs> yeah. He shot himself immediately and was yeah. sitting in it <laughs> right, the right. whole time. Right. He's covered in shit, and then Hogan is holding him and just... <laughs> and then he's just like what's that smell like he's gonna kill him and then the guy just says dookie right dookie, goes, dookie. like yeah when i was a kid that line fucking broke me up did you think it was yeah, hilarious that, i thought it was so funny believe yeah. it. see me and my friends would say it. it was so shit, great dookie ever dookie yeah we never really used Dookie except for the fact that it was, you know, the Green Day album Green Day. was called Dookie. You never called something Dookie? Like, oh, it's Dookie. It wasn't no. really. Pro- no, it was never. We never did that. Yeah. And, and, the, and something the that's shitty, call- we call it Dookie. I, yeah, I first heard shitty. of. I just heard of Dookie like through Green Day. Like, that was how I discovered the term. Yeah, me too. And then it never stuck around. It was like, you know what Dookie is? We had to like tell each other. It's like, oh, it's shit. Right. And I'd be like, oh, cool. That's cool that their album's called Shit. Uh, the album is very good, though. It's <laughs> a great album. Yeah. It has what, Basket Case on it. Long view. Every song is good. When I Come Around. When I Come F-O-D. Around. Welcome to Paradise, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Which is also on one of their Straight other albums that brought forward onto that album, I believe. It's, uh, oh, yeah. It was, that album kind of changed my life, I would say. It was a huge that was album. The first, that was the first CD I ever got. It was the first tape I ever bought. Oh, I had it on. I had it on CD disc. late also, but I also had the tape. That's cool. Uh, uh, actually, did I have no? I had the CD, and my friend had the tape. because uh, he just had tapes. Oh my god, she she is such a good song. She yeah, I love that one. Yeah, oh yeah, and so then they had the <sighs> secret song. Well, you had to like skip, 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 yeah. skip, yeah, skip. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you you know about the secret song, man. You got <laughs> to se- wait. You got to wait for it. Uh, you wait nine minutes and thirty two seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, go man. take a dookie while you wait for it. It's unbelievable. My mom actually got that cassette. That's how I heard about Green Day. You got a cool mom. My mom played, was very cool. They will play uh, Basket Case sometimes at the gym, and uh, I. And I, I go. I mean, yeah. I work my aunt, like if there's songs you play them. Me, me and Shebs talk about this exclusively. There's songs you play them. Like if you play all that uh, extensively, not exclusively. You guys are. <laughs> I was oh, gonna well, say this is not an exclusive conversation. Uh, extensively, we get into this, but uh, that that music from my childhood will get me going. But then now the key, the king of working out music is that whole new metal for me. It's like all that shit that. Yeah. Like that whole zone is the best. I've been meaning to actually tell you, or maybe I did send this to you, but toxicity, toxicity by system of a down, that whole whole album front to back is just clanging and banging. I don't chop suey. I never liked sewed when they were like out, but I know that they're like beloved in their neighborhood. I know a lot of Armenians. Uh, They're, uh, they're fans of, um, What's the place called? Zanku Chicken. They're they're big Zanku boys. Mm-hmm. 
Sissing it down. That's what I, I, uh, I went on a little like walk run today and I listened to Crawling in the Dark and that I was like done running and I was like, no, must, must keep running. Oh, yeah. The, well, I don't know what it is. Got me going. That music, the Hoobastanks, the Link, Linkin Park, I think is the number one workout band. I'm going to I'm gonna try world. running Linkin Park tomorrow. Uh, Hybrid Theory, is that good all the way through for a little run situation? Yeah. I'm going to do yeah. it. Okay. Arlen made this rock like it's kind of like uh, it's crap rock Spotify playlist. And to be honest, I'll shit on Arlen. It's, rock. it's really yeah. bad. It's really like he made, he made a bad list, but it's a nice start. And uh, I'm trying to get Shebs to help me tweak it a little bit. But uh, I've been running to uh, some fuel fuel music. Fuel's good. Oh God. Fuel's good. But fuel <laughs> is like not as like hardcore. I don't think. No, you can't run to that. No, Dan. Look, you need to run to like deathcore. You need to run to like. If it's too hard, I don't Casey like it. I need, strain, mel- no. I need some melody. Garbage. Just listen to Cow Tunes, the official Save Cow mel- Podcast playlist. I do like Spotify. Judas. I can work out to Judas. That's a great song to work out to. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta, I gotta add some to. I gotta update Cow Tunes. This one up. Feeling short of saber. Fuel shimmer. Run to this shimmer. Oh, I can. It picks up. I like when a song starts like a little slow and then it picks up and I'm like, yeah, time to go faster, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Dan. It's time to kick it up, bro. You need to run to New Millennium Cyanide Christ by Meshuggah. I'll I'll check that out. Is that real? (laughs) Is that hydroxychloroquine? (laughs) Yeah. You need to run to hydroxychloroquine. All right. Oh, it picks up in a sec. Okay, and then we'll get back to no holds barred. We'll get to the final bout between Rip. It's not getting to it. All right, we'll get to it. Okay, here we go. Away. This is important. And you're you're patrons. You're having fun. You're having fun. What are you doing right now? Come on. You get a free then, song. So I'm running, and then boom. Champagne you go from six on the treadmill right up to seven. Robert right up to seven. No white paper. Lavender and cream. Newman, you're somewhat. All right, anyway. Anyway. Yo, yo, yo. Breaking news. My fucking neighbors are having a rave right now. They're breaking quarantine, and they're going up to this rooftop party. Can we get some video? We'll get rewards for this, bro. We got to call. Is it true? You can get a reward for reporting them, which, by the way, uh, I'm you can? very. How do you do that? I'm very Is anti that, a- that, though. I mean, like, we hey, can't be. Do- I'm, I'm for it. It's happening. Get Maddie to do it. Go start that rec- for reporting people who are breaking quarantine. Get Garcetti on the line. <laughs> they said the rewards. Line. What's the reward? What do you get? Like a like a a pizza? Yeah, covered I'll California brochure. Uh, 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 anyway, all right. So th- the thing is that they successfully get Rip to be pissed off enough where he's going to fight Zeus because it's like, look what you did to my brother. He's in a wheelchair. He doesn't even look the same. Um, by the way, I didn't recommend any of my movies that I was going to say up top. I had things to recommend. We started talking about the stand again. So I'm uh, going to recommend some stuff at the end. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Go for it. <laughs> All right. You don't want to do that? No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, you're, you're against that? Okay. No, I'm not against that. I thought you were going to do it now, but you're going to no. do it at the end. No, no, so, at, the end, at the end. At the end. Yeah. So then we get to the fight, the big fight. So where are they fighting? It's in this, like, the, so you get to, they're fighting in this, like, TV studio, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it's kind of like the like the Wayne's World TV studio setup, where it's like <laughs> right. the producers are like in the in the top class part, right? Yeah. But you reveal that oh, okay, he's Mr. Burrell is going to capture, he's going to capture the girl so that Rip will throw it, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, 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 but, but do they? Do we ever find out why he doesn't ever? think about throwing it she gets kidnapped right does she escapes but how does he know oh because she shows up yeah she's there got it got it that's why because she just rolls up because she's in the same building so he's like i don't have to throw it because she's here time for me to fight he fights rip so this is zeus the thing here's what i would say a he thing about sneaks the out she's like in the the little hotel room and the guys are just idiots like watching the tv like oh look at that yeah. and then she's like T- she then, does like, a little tiptoe routine yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so then she runs out. But okay, so then they fight. Here's what I would say: the fight between Zeus and Hogan is not that fun. It's kind of just like a bunch of punching, right? Yeah, it was kind of well. It's a bunch of punching, and but they also kind of like go into the audience, which reminded me of your match against Iffy, because they're like jumping off stuff. I think right. They go up into the crowd in the stands. Right. I guess what I'm saying is like, well, that was that's because that was like a real fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I think for for these guys, the, I was like, oh, we should have a little more fun with it. Like Zeus. Does Zeus have like a finishing maneuver as a character? Like the guy in Best of the Best, it's like he just has that neck neck snap routine. You know what I mean? Like right. Zeus doesn't have anything where he, he he doesn't have like oh here's the, the Zeus plex or something where it's like you do that <laughs> you're dead. Like you shouldn't right. yeah. give the Zeus plex to the brother or something because uh, uh, and that, that and apparently that's kind of the big problem is that when they tried to the movie was a which we didn't get into but the movie was not a big success. Um, uh, it was not a big success for them. So when they tried to bring Zeus in to fight Hogan, and he did at SummerSlam, and they had a thing at Survivor Series. But at SummerSlam, they wrestled. Uh, Zeus came in because he was upset about Hogan, about his loss from the movie, which I love that he's mad about this fight for the movie. So in the world of WWF, this fight happened. But because Zeus is just, you know, Tony, uh, Tiny Lister, he can't wrestle at all. So they had to tag him up with Mach. Right. <laughs> so they do Hogan and the Beefcake, uh, 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 the Barber, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Two gimmicks in one. He's a barber and a Beefcake. Yeah, yeah. He's a Beefcake <laughs> Barber. Can you be? Uh, they, so his it had to be Beefcake. Yeah. Oh, his last name is Beefcake. That's just a happy coincidence, right? Right. It's kind of like also feels gimmicky. Oh, okay. Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Macho Man versus uh, Savage and, and Zeus. So and then basically, uh, if you watch it, like Savage does all the <laughs> all the work. Right. Zeus can't work at all. It's kind of crazy. You didn't think they'd be able to train him to a guy that size to do anything? He's blind in one eye, so maybe there's... In real life? Yeah, in real life, he has a detached retina, and um, that's why his eye is like... Oh shit! You know what? I always knew his eye was, you know, from Friday and stuff. His eye was always fucked yeah. up, but I did. Uh, but I never knew that it was. Uh, I just assumed. I don't know. I never yes, thought he'd be blind. One. Maybe set. Oh, maybe. But I think he'd still be able to wrestle with one eye. Yeah, I don't know. He's an actor. I think it was just like, just throw him in there, qu- real quick, like. He probably just didn't care that much, right? He's like, I don't yeah. want to be a wrestler. I don't exactly. want to learn this. And they probably right. were like, you got to shake everybody's hand. And he's like, I'm just trying to fucking act, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. He didn't wipe his boots before he got in the ring. He's like, oh, he want to be a uh, good brother. Yeah, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but then, so then they fight, and the big finishing moment <laughs> is that uh, Zeus, uh, Hogan throws Zeus off of the top through a very clear hole in the center of the ring. <laughs> right. So that also looked like crap. It was like, oh, it just broke like that? Why, right. why wouldn't they make it at least look like jagged? It's like a perfect circle. Yeah. Like in kayfabe there, it means like he broke a circle, a perfect circle out of the center of that ring. It should have just, yeah. yeah, The mechanics are a little cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous, this movie's ridiculous. Uh, it's, but it has, it's, I, I hope they do something like this again. That would be cool. It'd be I, fun to, because they still have, you know, WWE Films is churning out content pretty frequently. Right. I think so. Like they should make a movie that like ties into the the in ring shows. You know what I mean? Right. It'd be fun, like a full like ninety minute kind of story. Right. I mean, I think that this was not really successful. It's kind of weird that it's not successful in my eyes because I was thinking about it because this is like three years after slamming Andre, probably. Uh, no, wait. This is probably two years after slamming Andre. Wait, so 84 is the first, 87. Yeah, it's just two years after approximately a year. It's pretty close to him slamming Andre. So Hogan's at his, his apex, you know? Right. So you kind of think like Hogan in a movie, he never really had box office draw Hogan, like no. a ro- like the Rock. No, yeah. Are we it was just is that different. the rave going on? Is that it? Yeah. You hear it? Yeah. Yes. It's crazy. Are that's you gonna nuts. go up there? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not good for my blood pressure. That's not good for anything. Go listen. Go all right. Uh, uh, but yeah, like it's kind of crazy. Hogan never, like Hogan cracked the door open for The Rock to kind of act or whatever. But like Hogan never, did, Hogan's movies were, I don't know. Every time we do one, they're not successful. It's kind of crazy. Because they're not that good. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't he get his hand on a, a decent script? But also, you kind of think this might be, this. You kind of think this movie might have been a success at the time. Like in my mind, people were not drawn to. <laughs> This is kind of probably just not true, but you're like, oh, the people would wouldn't just go see the latest Hogan movie. But, I mean, no. The Rock's movies are mostly successful. I think Skyscraper was his first technical flop. Yeah, but still probably I'm, made a shit ton of money because it was overseas. Overseas and yeah, and they're all big budget. I mean, I think like Hogan's movies, it's not like he. I don't think people who weren't into wrestling would be like, right. oh, I have to see the new Hogan movie. So it's already like catering to this like niche audience. So, um, yeah, I guess I don't really understand like Hogan. He, Hogan never felt like we, when we were kids, did Hogan feel niche? He felt more mainstream than any, like any of these guys. But also if you look at it like this, Austin made Stone Cold Steve Austin was huge. No one cared about his movies either. It just doesn't. Right. It doesn't work like that. Not a great actor. Yeah. yeah. Stone Cold was. We watched The Condemned, and he was pretty good at The Condemned, right? Yeah. My bad. Actually, he was pretty good, but I know what you're saying. Like it's 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 hard to make a vehicle for these guys. Like The Rock has such a charisma that right. he can believably play. Like he's just watching that video of him just singing his Moana song to his daughter. Yeah. You know? And yeah. you're like, oh, this guy just—he just—he's just special, you know. It's not like if you, you so you could be the top 
But even like now, Cena is is Cena like would you is Cena a box office draw? Like they add him to Fast and Furious. I don't think on his own he's a draw, right? I don't think anyone's like I'm gonna go see the scene. I Not- think they're kind of like padding him right now because right. it's like everything he's in, like blockers. There's like, whoa, what's going on over what there? What is going on over there? Well, that's crazy. Know. There might be an incident. I'll be right back. Okay. Holy shit! What the fuck happened there? Yo, watch what happens live when Cow records, you guys. We had an earthquake. Now there's a rooftop rave. That's crazy. Uh, did we confirm there was an earthquake when you thought there was one? Yeah, there was. It was in oh like, you must have, it was in San Diego. It was like all through Southern California. People felt it. But it was so fast. You were in the middle of telling the Mel Gibson's house story, I think. <laughs> the classic. And uh, um, so you missed it. But anyway. But uh, I think Cena right. is like he's in these like kind of movies where he's not like the rock like main star right. right now, but I think they're kind of like testing the waters. So maybe one day he'll get to have like a my spy where he's like the comedic male lead or yeah. something like that. Um all right. Uh, all right, I want to read some of this trivia stuff, but Aaron, I got to pee so bad. I'm going to go okay. pee quick, even though Newman bailed. You have it. You have the floor for your, <laughs> to yourself for a second. Okay, well, I have to pee too. Can we pause? <laughs> we no. can pause, but I don't want to edit the video. So we, well, I'm, I'm, happy to take, I'm happy to take a pee break. Let's we all just, just go to the bathroom. I'm going to close the door behind me and um, so no one can see. That's it, and I'm, I'm going to play everybody just a song. How about play, that? um, yeah, play uh the We're, full. I got a song. I know a song to play. I'm gonna play you guys Judas, and then I'm gonna go pee. Okay, Aaron's gonna go pee, and Numa's gonna figure out an incident. I'm the first one back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> All right. Now you're listening. Oh, God, but we were back. That was Judas by Chris Jericho. Speaking of Chris Jericho, we, uh, 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 and, uh I mean, we covered the whole movie. Yeah. I do have some enough. fun trivia. I do have uh, yeah. some fun trivia. That, this stuff. Oh, is... I want to hear about the, the and inc- then I'll tell you my, what's up? <laughs> Newman's incident. Yeah. I just threatened a whole bunch of people. Really? What happened? Yeah. I was very careful not to make any actionable threats, but, uh, yeah. What'd you do? What were they doing? I got him shook. I got him shook. That's good enough. What were they doing? They're having a rooftop rave. There's like fucking 25 people over there. All our neighbors are out here yelling at them. 
They don't give a fuck. They're like 22. So what did you say? I said, uh, I said, you want to come break horn? I think they were like, cause we were yelling at them to stop and they were like laughing, talking shit. And I'm like, I'm like, come, I was like, you want to break quarantine? Come, come be in my face. Come do something about this. And, uh, he's like, we'll call the cops. I'm like, we did asshole. Like we're just waiting for them to show up. And so he started to get, I was like, I don't care whose fucking nephew you are. I don't care where you think you are. Turn that shit the fuck off. And so he started getting really heated. So then I switched it up and I was like, oh, you're real heated now, aren't you? Made him look like an asshole. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. All right, well, are the think, cops coming? Yeah, I hope so. Did you challenge Rest any into a boneyard match? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have done that. You should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go back up and do that, dude. Anyway, so all right, couple fun trivia about this movie, okay? And then uh, we'll get. Uh, I'll I'll give my couple recommendations of movies, okay? Okay, um, so during the filming, there was a few accidents on set. Hulk Hogan accidentally broke Zeus's nose. Really? Yeah. Is it, uh, is it, in, any of, is it in any of the, uh, like the actual shots they used? I don't know. It doesn't say that. Mm. Um, and um, the other thing is, so they're saying that the no-holds-barred style match was, came from the movie. Mm. Um, that's cool. Uh, which I didn't know. So before this, they used to call those matches. Where were they? I mean, this is kind of obvious, but I lost this. Uh, I lost my spot. But uh, they would, they, uh, like anything goes. Just no DQ counts. And then uh, yeah, so they said that uh, they adopted that. Uh, a lot of people think that the uh, that the guy dancing in the cage okay, is young. Now there's tits, by the way. <laughs> I was wondering when you were like, oh shit, there's titties. Outside? Yeah, there's titties, dog. Wow. <laughs> hey. Okay. Maybe tell the cops to go away now. Okay. Coming to the stage. Wow, that's Newman talking to them. The, the, his first thing was like, yo, I'll fuck <laughs> you guys up. And then his, his new quote is... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they people think that it was uh, the the short headbanger in a cage is Peter Dinklage. A lot of people really? thought that was a rumor for a while, but it's not. Oh, it's not. not. I want you guys to notice something about this Wikipedia page. It is completely unedited. There are no citations uh, in the yeah. first part. It's just some weirdo wrote that whole thing. So who knows? I believe that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we talked about the cocaine thing. So that's the movie. Uh, it's cool. Uh, it's a, listen. It's worthwhile watch because it's it's such an interesting thing. I think to be honest, it seems like uh, uh there's there's a, there's a cool idea to be had to be had here for modern WB, especially for quarantine WB. There's a yeah. except for the fact that you can't really be filming movies right now. Mm-mm. Uh, so anyway, I'm gonna stick with my 4.5 moo rating for this movie. Yeah. There's the things that are bad about it. It did, you know, it's it just the fact that I got to keep it there. It's got to be, it's got to be high because of the fact that it leads to actual kayfabe feud. Yeah. But it's sloppy. The thing is sloppy, but it's simple, which I appreciate. Um, you know, uh, cool. All right. Let's, hey. let's hear those yep. recommendations. Okay. A couple things I watched that I didn't get to recommend. 
one thing I watched Joe Bob Briggs uh, <laughs> with Chris Jericho. Speaking of Chris Jericho, ah, my favorite uh, on Shutter. You can watch he does Friday Night uh, Drive in Drive. What's double it feature. There, it's the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs. It's a Friday yeah, Night double drive-in. feature, and the movies are unannounced usually ahead of time. But uh, Jericho posted the movie he did on Instagram, so we knew that one in advance. Yeah, you can check it out because that's Jericho, and you can get a week free on Shutter if you want to. Thirty it out, days but- with promo code Shut In. Not sponsored. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Well, I should have put that in. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I watched that. That was a good. I watched the movie Chopping Mall. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. <laughs> it's very stupid. It's the stupidest yeah. movie I've ever seen. I'm not saying I recommend it, but Joe Bob Briggs gives great trivia on it. It's fun. And Jericho's in the first episode. So, I, I mean, and, and if you're looking for something to do, I thought it was fun because Aaron and I were talking about it. And then I put it on and Jamie and I were having fun watching it because yeah. it was like, it's kind of a nice thing to watch because it's like. It's like you don't have to like overthink it. You know, you're kind of like stress flicking through Netflix. You're kind of yes. like, hey, here's a guy. He's hosting a show tonight. He tells us what to watch and you're kind of like just hanging out with him. It's yeah. very fun style. I, I, I recommend it. I like it. I love it. It's my favorite thing. And Shudder is a great service, too, because they have like I, you know, click around Netflix for an hour without finding anything. But on Shudder, you just turn on the app and they always have like just a movie playing three movies playing. So it's like pick your channel and it's just, you watch whatever they're showing, That's which sick. is cool. Yeah. They have, uh, it came from shutter psychological thrillers and slashers. So you can kind of like just pick what theme you want and that's it. Yeah. Um, so check that out. And then the other thing I want to recommend is two, two things is, uh, first thing is I don't know what it's called because Jamie put it on, but the surfer, have you seen this movie? Bethany Hamilton? No. Mm-hmm. She is a surfer. She's probably like 30 years old or something at this point. She got her arm bit off by a shark. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when she was like, I don't know, like 13 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like a tiger shark just like ate her arm off and then she continued to surf. Um, and it's just about like her story. And they just have – the reason it's so good, first off, I don't like surfing. Uh, at all i think surfing's lame i have no uh personally no interest in surfing and the reason i say that is is not to be an asshole is actually because like i have i'm like i have like too many interests i'm one of those guys like i'm too interested in too many shit too many things that it's cool and it's something that like i have no interest in doing seeing or anything i always kind of take note of that uh at surfing i'm like i've done it once i didn't like it i don't like watching it i don't get why it's so fun or cool or whatever um but uh anyway watch it they have so much footage of her from her whole life it's such a good like it tells like her full story and she's just like such a badass uh this woman literally i'll give you one like she literally has one arm is pro surfing going out surfing coming back in breastfeeding her kid in the boat you know what i mean (laughs) Before right, she, between right, right. Uh, heats or whatever you call, cool, uh, kind of amazing. Uh, uh, she's yeah, a really a really incredible person with an amazing attitude. I recommend watching it. I actually enjoyed it. Jamie put it on. I had no interest in watching it because I don't like surfing. And then by then, I was like, that was a nice watch. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. Check that out. I don't know what it's called, but her name is Bethany Hamilton. It's probably called The Surfer Person. Um, yeah, sounds like the title. <laughs> The other thing I want to recommend is on HBO, and it's a movie called Bad Education. Um, oh, I just saw that was just added. I don't know anything about it. 
This movie is about the high school next to mine. When I was in high school, this whole thing went down when I was in high school. Really? And it was like the biggest scandal. What uh, is it about? It's a huge... Um, it's uh, it's basically about like Hugh Jackman plays the superintendent of Roslyn School District. So I live in, I grew up in Roslyn Heights, uh, but I went to the school, like the border, like the kids across the street from me went to Roslyn High School, which is where this happens, yeah. and I went to something called Herrick's High School. Mm-hmm. Um, but this high school, uh, it's about like a scandal that happens with them. Oh, uh, cool! The money I'm gonna watch it. And it's a, it's true. It happened when I was there, and it's written by a kid who went to that high school. So. Oh. It's pretty oh, interesting. Cool. It gives you a cool glimpse into the like ridiculous public school culture of Long Island, which a lot of people like. I didn't think was that weird growing up, but now when you live out in LA, you realize like, oh, it's more like people go to private schools, and the public schools are bad. But L in New York, the public schools are very good, right. uh, and so you pay to live in an area for the public schools. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, that's how it is. Live, yeah, like in like where I'm from, it's just like the public schools, like. Right. You kind of choose where you live based on how good they are. And and it's like all property values are tied into that. I think it's yeah. kind of an un- unexplored thing. There's an element of the movie that they didn't go. It's Hugh Jackman's very good in it. Allison Janney's in it. The cast is great. It's good. Um, I think that uh, they don't go into like my – what I was excited for them to go into is these schools. Uh, like My high school was not like this. As a matter of fact, but like I had friends who go to these other high schools and it's like kind of like anything goes. You, your parents can go and complain and they'll put you in an AP class. And like, <laughs> right, right, right. Like it's, yeah, yeah, 100%. They touch on that a little bit. It's a big problem in like, you know, like I think, it's, you know, it's, you know, like Lori Laughlin's kind of like opening the door to this behavior. Yeah, right. um, like that's like the most extreme version of it. Uh, 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 but they touch on that. Like uh, it was it was kinda, like I knew kids who was like, you're dumber than me. But this guy's 100%. got like. Going to college with five AP credits, and you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so that, cool. Anyway, go check it out. It's, it just came out last night. It's a movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a nice watch on HBO. I'm gonna anyway, check that out. Um, yeah, anyway, that's all I got, guys. So, this is uh, do any of you guys want to change your review or your rating? You're sticking no, with my a five, Newman. No, you went four five, right, Newman? Or yeah, you go? He went, he, four. 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 You went four. I went four five. I went Aaron three. Aaron went three. We're all split on this. It's definitely not a good piece of of artwork. It definitely is the most gray area movie we've watched of like in terms of how we rate movies. Right. You um, can't hear me. Oh, are you are you muted? All right, Newman muted himself. Uh, oh, His name Newman. Is bef- before we go, Newman, can you just pose right there in front of um your guy? Oh. I only took Newman's picture. Sorry, Dan. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, just Newman? Oh, yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, everybody, so that was our movie dissection of No Holds Bar. Check it out free on Tubi or on <laughs> Hulu. <laughs> if you have a Hulu, watch it on Hulu. Um, although Hulu, the worst app ever made. Uh, I don't know what they have they're a thinking. good selection now. They've got they've got FX on there and great stuff on there. But the worst stuff. user interface. I'm talking about just strictly user interface. Oh, the app. Yeah. So bad because they didn't want it. They changed it one day. It looked kind of like Netflix, and they're like, "Oh, we don't want to be like we look like Netflix." And it's like, just look like Netflix is fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a fine layout. Uh, but yeah, next week we're watching Bloodsport, which is on what. Netflix? I saw Netflix. Yeah, last Check I checked. <laughs> On Netflix, that'll come out next uh, Monday. And uh, thank you guys for supporting the uh, uh, podcast. And I got another 
fun. I'll take you a little preview. I got another fun podcast I'm dropping, separate from Cow, that I think you guys will enjoy. I'm in the quarantine. I've been able to make it happen. So uh, uh, I'll get uh, more info coming very soon. Should be fun. These guys obviously will uh, 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 be making appearances and whatnot uh, if they want. Obviously, I can't. Uh, I can't force them. Uh, okay. We're all gonna go. We're all going over to Newman's house to take our tops off on the roof. Absolutely, everybody, take your tops off and have a great <laughs> quarantine. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching movies with us. So keep watching wrestling. Kisses. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Comedians of wrestling.